Adam. So excited that we had Katie Turner back on our podcast. She returned to talk about her brand new EP. So last time we talked to Katie Turner, this time she's in LA. The first time we talked to Katie Turner, she was in her childhood home in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, home of the Sesame Street theme park. She was back home due to obviously the COVID-19 pandemic. She was living a little bit in LA prior to that, moved back home due to you know everything that was going on. But she's back in LA. We had a chance to chat with her. She's on the streets of LA, just kind of cruising around. But we talk all about her new EP. She does recap a little bit, touches on the sad vegan, her time on American Idol, and when she released Play God. We talked to her right before she put out Play God, which is the first song on her brand new EP called Heartbroken and Milking It. She tells us about returning to American Idol to perform a song uh, last season. And we also talk about her music video, which is awesome for the song therapy. So check that out. Check out her new EP. It's called Heartbroken and Milkin' It. And you can watch our interview with Katie Turner on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. Check out the lovely LA weather. And it'd be rad if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Katie Turner. This podcast is about your journey in music, and we've we've heard your story, but I'd love to touch on it a little bit because I re-listened to it. I have some follow-up questions, and obviously we'll talk about uh, your new EP, Heartbroken and Milking It. Love it. Hell yeah. Cool, cool. Um, well, so Langhorn, Pennsylvania, tell me a little bit about that, and we'll, we'll just kind of – I know there's a Sesame Street um, – what is it? A Sesame Street? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like a, Sesame like a theme place. park. Yeah. And it's like pathetic. It's like literally only like it's and it's like so weird It's next to the mall. And it's like it's so tiny. And then there's like a Denny's right there, like some restaurant. But it's like it's not really like what you would think of when you go to Disney World or something. It's kind of like very tiny. Um, and then it's just a lot of like. So you'll have that and it's all like developed land and then you'll go like maybe 10 minutes the other way and it will just be like farmland. Okay. Um, so I live in a very weird area where it's like, if you go five minutes one way, it's going to be like developed and like, you're going to be closer to center silly, uh, center city, silly uh-huh. Philadelphia. And then okay. you go the other way and you could see a sheep. So. <laughs> right it on. makes no sense yeah that's pretty much how i describe buying horn is that like a spot that people would work like was some kid from like your math class working as like i don't know grover or something yeah yeah so, okay. was, <laughs> like oh, that was a trash truck basically All good. it's like the theater kids they're always working there and they're always like big bird and i had like beef with the guy who played big bird uh like it's like so it's like weird petty drama like that where you'll just be like uh but they're they just work there like you can't hate it's so it's so strange it's like very small town drama okay I, okay i kind of miss the uh the small town drama it was kind of fun <laughs> well um you did when did you start singing i know you were in court uh, choir in high school yeah i was in choir uh I, I like, I don't have the traditional, like I always wanted to be a singer and like, I knew this was my life passion because um, I didn't, I, 
I, cause I, I just needed to be good at something and I would just try everything out. And I watched a video on YouTube once and it was a girl named Bianca Ryan on America's Got Talent when I was like seven and she was like 11 at the time. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's so awesome. Like it would just be so cool to open your mouth and sound good. So I'm going to do that. And then I would open my mouth and it wasn't terrible what noises came out. So I was like, maybe I should pursue this. But then God gave me, um, you know, a little, he put me in a little predicament. I had stage fright, a very um, bad stage fright. Um, and you found that so, out what, pretty early, like seven? I found that out when my mom would try and force me to sing on stages because she's like, you're good. And I would okay. sob. Like uh, doing a test, ta- like there's videos of me at my first talent show in fifth grade. And I'm like, like I'm stiff as a board and I'm looking down and I'm not moving. Like my stage presence, very minimum, not uh-huh. there at all. And, and then I just kind of went to high school, was very scared, really didn't get, people would have to force me to get solos and sing. And then that's where it seemed like a good idea to audition for American Idol and okay. sing in front of millions of people. Because that, I'll- yeah. I wouldn't take you as somebody that would be have stage fright just because like if you watch you on American yeah. Idol, like for example, like when you come out and you played your own original song as your like audition, you were so like happy and like, you know, talkative and, and witty and quick. Like even with Katie Perry, oh you're like, well, you're Katie with a K and I'm, you know what I mean? Like it was just, I, it's crazy to me to think that you are very, you know, that you had stage fright in the sense that like, I feel like you're very open. I I literally don't know how that happened. It's like a new person. I remember before I auditioned that day, they made you line up at 6 a.m. Uh-huh. And I vomited. Like, I literally threw up on the streets of New York. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I think my AirPods died. Did they just die? Can no, you I hear, hear you. me? I hear you. Do you hear me? Oh, yeah. Never mind. I okay. had a mini panic attack. Um, oh, good. Sounds- I threw up on the streets because I was so nervous that I, um, and then I just got back up and I literally told the cameras that I'm like, hi guys, I just threw up. And they were like, you're insane. But I was just, I was just like trying to find a way to cope with like my, I've never felt my heart beat so fast. And like, that's why I would cry so much because I was so anxious that when I would get like a yes, it was like such a relief because I'm like, I don't have to be nervous anymore. It's done. And I would just sob. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> do you still have that feeling when you, when you perform or, or is that kind of dissipated now? It's no, it, it's like, a, I'll still get like, you know, a little like flutter in my heart. Like, uh-huh. Oh, I'm going on stage, but it, I don't have to be like bribed to go. It's not as intense. I've sure. definitely, American Idol definitely made me get it all out of my system because once you forget your lyrics and once you go on a tour where you like forget words and like technical difficulties, I was always constantly embarrassing myself. And it's that thing I have, I have a dialogue with myself. That's like, it can't be any worse than that. So you're doing great. (laughs) Well, you were, I would never, like I said, I would never know that you had any sort of stage fright just because of the, the energy that you bring when you come out, like, and just like how quick witted you are. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I've worked really hard. Yeah, you're great. 
Um, you do play guitar, obviously. Um, was that the first instrument you learned how to play? No, I okay. tried piano. How old um, are you when you learned piano or tried to learn piano? Oh, it was a, a two, two ages. I tried a two and then I learned quit. it. Okay. <laughs> tried it like, two tried years old. Yeah, I was in lessons and how do you I teach quit. a two year old how to play piano? Oh, it's candy. Whenever I'd leave the lesson, she would just give me like candy and like at this point, and I quit because I was, a, I, my biggest regret, I wish my mom forced me to stay because I was like, I don't want to go. I'm too tired. And she's like, well, if you don't go, you're done. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I didn't care. And then I tried again at 13. Um, but how my brain works, I am, I think very black and white, very uh -huh. extreme. And if I'm not perfect at something in two days, I quit. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not playing. Like, I'm not Beethoven yet. So this sucks. And then I picked up guitar. And I wanted to quit guitar, too. But my mom did push me through that one, which I'm okay. so thankful for. But I tried every music. I, guitar is the only one I really learned. And... The other instruments, I just, why does everyone drive the loudest vehicles in LA? It's something about this road. Oh, where I grew up in San Diego. I get it. Trust me. <laughs> um, yeah, I tried bass, drums, piano, guitar just stuck. Okay. And what, with guitar, were you writing songs right away? Because obviously you play an original for your audition there, which is just mind blowing in itself. Well, thank you. I was not. I. It came later on. I tried to write a song. My first song was God Awful. I wanted to be Taylor Swift. Like, I literally wanted to be Taylor Swift. And so I tried to write love songs. And they're, they're God Awful. Um, and then I took, like, a break. And then for some reason, I wrote the song I auditioned with. And then I just kind of stayed. But I wasn't writing lyrics all the time. They would just be a thing of like maybe every four months I'd just write a song and I'm like, oh, there it is. Like it was never like a thing I practiced. It would just kind of happen. But I was really good at uh, BSing English essays because I was homeschooled. Um, oh. So I feel like that's where I really practiced my writing, not in songwriting, but just writing. Writing in general for essays. school. Yeah, I, I could literally like procrastinate and have like a four page paper due. And then like two hours before, I knew the big words. I knew how to make a sentence like last and go on forever. Wow. Well, that's, a, I, I mean, that's a skill set to have, right? To, to be able to creatively write, obviously that translate directly into what you're doing. Yeah, I think it helped out. I'm so sorry about oh. Noise. About what? Oh, it's all good. I get it. Trust me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> How long have you been in L.A.? Did you move back or were you living there when you and moved home during the pandemic? Well, I attempted to move here before the pandemic and I lived okay. here for eight weeks and then the world ended um, and then I moved back home. So I've been attempt to since May. OK, attempt to since May. I like it. And when last time we talked, like I said, you had um, Play God was coming out and you obviously had the sad vegan was already out as well. So yes. what, like between then, what, what's been going on with you? Like, obviously a lot. You've put out a record. Um, you did an amazing music video I want to talk to you about as well with uh, therapy. 
but um, <laughs> that's such a cool video. But so, Thank so, you. yeah. So tell me where you, you talked about how last time, you know, COVID kind of like took wrecked your creativity. Were you able to work through that? Like how you said you had to like pick fights with your boyfriend and stuff. I don't know if yes, you want to well, talk about that. Yes. Well, that boyfriend is now my ex. So that oh. gave me tons of material. So it's like, thank you. Thank you, God. Okay. I think, you know, I did get out of that creative rut and I got a lot of material from that. And is that what honed into this new EP? Well, the new EP has been kind of like in the works for um, since 2019 with like songs and everything. But definitely the next project is where you'll get that era for sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this, this current record, a lot of these songs were what written over the course of what the last, those were done prior to the lockdown happening. A lot of them were, um, I'm thinking of this. A lot of them were 2019 funeral therapy, funeral therapy, push you away. Um, they were all 2019 and then play God was 2020 um love on, are those my songs of the yeah yeah and then love on the moon was 2022 so um yeah 2020 i don't even know what these songs were written <laughs> it's all good yeah but and then were they all put together or like recorded over the you know since we spoke or was was that a project already kind of ready well, it was more like the production. Like I had like the vocals recorded and it was just figuring out like production. Mm -hmm. And so therapy and like, they were all like just getting final touches done and everything. But I, I had a pretty clear idea of what songs I wanted to include on the project. Was it hard to work over like, what were you doing the production over Zoom or working with producers yeah. that way? How was that? Over Zoom. Very hard. Or what you'd have to do is you'd have to, um, it would be very like back and forth. So sometimes you wouldn't even work with them on Zoom. They'd send you a version and then you'd write notes and then they'd, you'd send them back. And it would be very much like back, forth, back, forth. So something that could have taken like, if you were just actually together, like in person, like a couple of days could take like months. <laughs> Oh, just because you're sending stuff back and forth. So and what you'd have to send it, listen to it, try to figure out your part, send it back, wait for them, send it yeah, back. Like, find a specific note and you're like, at 110, there's a weird noise here. At 112, you need to raise the EQ a little bit. It'll just be like all these like little like notes. And then if they'd send it back, like, is this good? And you'd be like, no, at this part, you need to do the and it would just <laughs> very tedious. Do you help? You must you must be pretty involved in in every aspect of the songwriting and this, this how the song turns out. It sounds like. Yeah, I'm more the songwriting part because the production, I'm a little more like. It, it's songwriting is how I like can get the feelings out. The production is hard for me because it's like I, I have the problem of like, I know what I want, but I cannot explain it and I just need to hear it. And it's just kind of hard to put into words like how someone can get closer to what you hear in your head if you don't know how to explain it. Yeah, having the language, like the yeah. the, the 
technical language, so to speak. Yeah, okay. there's, def- there's definitely a language barrier introduction for me. <laughs> well, so that so that was working through the EP then for the course of what the past six months or so prior to the record coming out. Yeah, pretty much, right. and just a lot of um staying at home and just waiting for this project to come out. I'm very excited that it's here. It's finally here. I love it. I It felt like it was never going to come out just because I'm like, I, I literally thought I was going to like decompose in my family's basement. Like <laughs> I, I could not be there anymore. <laughs> I want to talk to you real quick about American Idol because I'm curious. I know that you have a very Disney oriented family and that's where you auditioned and all of that, correct? Conceived, yes. I think you told me on the property. Yes, yes, <laughs> I was. My claim to fame. Um, well, you told me before, and I didn't ask a follow-up question, but you sent in an audition tape to them, right? Over like on an online audition. Yes. What was it? so? What was the song that you sent to them? Do you remember? This the same song I sang at Disney World. It was "Ride" by Twenty One Pilots, but it was this um jazzy version. I made and the video I sent exactly the same version I sang and like I was exactly acting the same way and I I didn't get picked. Did you tell have you ever told them that? Yes. I literally remember second season I visited to say hi to the producers and I literally said, You guys rejected my online audition, like look it up. And then I saw them pull up like the little where they have all the submissions and they searched it in and there I I was there. Really? And I I was getting emails too, because they send you emails like these auditions, they'll they'll send them to everyone who auditioned in the system. Like, Hey, season four auditions are coming up. You should try again. And I'm like, I was already on the show. I was there. Wow. So it's just like what, like a bot probably sending stuff out like, hey, you should try out again. We are going to be in uh, Orlando doing auditions. Yeah, literally what you have to do is just like, if you don't make it on those online auditions, like just try and get to get them to see you in person. And then could you audition what with the same song when you came back? Yes. Yes. And was that to just their producers? Yeah, obviously, was, you know, they show you in front of the, you know, the judges. And how, how yeah. long after that was was the Orlando so, audition? So it was before. So it goes like I auditioned in August 2017. Oh, my God. It's almost my four year anniversary. That's so weird. And then I got in uh-huh. and then they're like, your audition's October. So I went I auditioned on August 17th. And then my audition was October 4th in front of the judges. And then I had to wait again for Hollywood week. That was January 21st, 2018. So it was a lot of waiting. Okay. So you knew so, you were there, but you had to wait to, 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 to actually yeah. sing in front of them. Yeah, or you knew you were I knew, close. I knew I would get in. So I knew I was there. So it was like, and you had to keep it a secret. I was going to ask, you couldn't say anything, right? I did anyway. I did. I told everybody. Like ABC was way stricter with our season because now they'll let contestants post things and they'll let them post that they were even auditioning and they're like allowed to be really open about it. All you have to say is tune in to see if I make it. 
not allowed to do it. We couldn't even post we were in Hollywood. We couldn't post we were friends with other contestants. It was so, we had secret names. Like, what was your secret was, name? Uh, I was Boba. I was Boba Fett from Star Wars. Star Wars? How did you get yeah. that? Did you didn't, obviously, did you everybody, choose it? Everybody had um, uh, Star Wars names. And if you were a minor, you had to bring a parent. So I was Boba Fett and my father was Django Fett. Weird. Um, yeah, I'm like, why did I not get like Prince, like Leia or something? Right. That's fine. <laughs> I'll take him. I'll take him. <laughs> So then you just wait around and then you go, go to Hollywood. It's funny that do you feel I know I don't know, but maybe the ratings has something to do with they want they want people to pump it up online now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just know that my I, I didn't follow any of the rules. I okay. told literally Everybody. what happened is because I got in a fight with somebody the day before I um. So I got in a fight with someone at my school on Tuesday because uh -huh. I didn't like how they were treating somebody. Um, and I literally called them a really bad word. Um, uh, and you can I, use I it left. on the show. Don't worry about it. Well, <laughs> you don't have to. No, I'm just saying yeah. you don't have to censor yourself. It was a bad word. Okay. And basically on Wednesday is when I auditioned for the show, but I was so tired. So I didn't go to school Thursday. And then I returned to school Friday and the teacher asked me, Katie, did you really call him the C word? And I was like, oh, no, I would never say that. And they're like, yeah, I know you would never say that. And I was like, actually, I was auditioning for American Idol. So I completely distracted from the situation <laughs> and avoid it. Just like, deflected. All, I deflected, it. And I got to go on stage and tell them how like, like I'm going to Hollywood and I made it and I like sat so like literally the dude I got in a fight with I just stared at him and I'm just like I yeah I get to go to Hollywood I Katie Perry loved me and I think it was probably on a list of things I've done in my life I think that ranks up there for one of the pettiest moments that's <laughs> yeah. so then after you tell the teacher that you're gonna be on American Idol they let you announce it to the to the school from a stage Yes. They held a sem well, and they just stopped everything. Well, like, just, we're going to hold an assembly. Just my drama class. Oh, okay. It, they didn't yes. shut the school down to have an assembly so you could come out and say, okay, everybody, I just want to let you know. Yeah, but I'm I did be tell everybody, like any teacher, I would tell, every teacher I would tell. And then, like, what happened is I, after Christmas, after Christmas break, I was like, guys, I'm going to, Hollywood this is my last day goodbye and they're all like um what and I just like never came back and now like no one thought I was gonna make it past Hollywood week and then it, like it's still like my my like evil villain like laugh moment where I'm like I did make it past Hollywood sure it's like I showed all of you because I'm was there people that were haters on it I'm sure jealous people right well yeah my um I, in one of my classes, one of the assignments, this is like, whoo, so gets me heated. Um, my, there was an honors choir. Like it wasn't normal choir. It was like the honors, like choir. You had to audition to get in. 
And what they would do as an assignment is they would watch my performances and point out where I went wrong. So they'd okay. be like, she went flat there. And they would, that was what they would do for an entire class. They would point out where I went wrong. Your flaws, wow, are on the song, just in that, that whatever you were singing at the time. Yes. <laughs> so then you were like, look, I obviously you don't know what you're talking about. I'm fantastic and I made it onto American Idol and I made it top seven and what to square up. Um, no, I'm I do not condone violence and I do not fight. That's but um, yeah, and then I just then I just, you know, kind of wow, like a lot has changed in three years. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. That's I was like, the siren coming closer. But yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I want to talk to you now about your new, the new EP. Obviously, we we've been chatting about it a little bit, heartbroken and milking it. The video for therapy is so good. Tell me about this video. Oh, thank you. I pretty much love this video because I feel like. Um, I just got to be myself. I got to dress myself for the first time and like wear glitter grindstones right here. And I just felt like it was the most authentic thing I've made yet music video wise to me. And I, I loved it. Yeah. You're like, a, you're the therapist and yeah, the, like, the person at therapy, I'm, right? Yeah. I'm like the therapist and the person at therapy. I love how I just exactly repeat it what you said <laughs> thank you and i i just want to hold little signs that's like bitch i'm not go buy some crystals or something yeah I, those are some funny ones the one I, I thought was really funny was like time to accept one direction isn't getting back together yeah and that really hurt for me to write because i i don't think i've accepted that myself I know you told me before that you're a big fan of them and Paramore and um, some of those yes. other bands growing up. Isn't that kind of where your your love or your your want to be in the spotlight kind of rock star came from? Yes, because I, I literally like I just I, I yeah, I just wanted to be them so bad. And I wanted to like they just it made, it, they see it, they made it seem so much fun. And yeah. I. I was like, okay, the closest way I'm going to ever get to like meeting Niall Horan or Harry or basically anybody is if I too become famous. So I must become famous now to meet them. It was like, so when people are like, you know, musicians are like, I did this solely for the music because I love music. I'm like, I, the music, my love for music came second. It was definitely because I'm like, I need to be famous to meet these famous people. And have you, have you met Niall Horan? No. So uh, that's why I'm glad the love for music came in. It's like okay. now that's there and it's, it's getting me through those times of drought of not meeting any of Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still time. There's still time. Um, I know, hopefully. Have you, what about playing live? Have you had a chance to do any of that yet since the lockdown no. happened? No. Um, so fingers crossed that, you know, if the virus decides to not cause us more trouble and right. maybe things will open back up again. But yeah, um, I hope to perform live soon, but 
if I can't. I mean, I've already haven't performed live in over a year, so it's a little bit longer. Sure. You had a chance to come back onto American Idol, though. Wasn't that pretty recently? Was that during the COVID stuff? Yeah, filming for that was um during November. So it was like during the probably the, the like worst, worst, like in that winter time where every, cases were like 100,000 a day. Oh, wow. Um, and it was, they did really good though. At, like, it was like very professional and like, it was like, probably like the safest place probably to be like it was very like well handled mm. and everything the only awkward part is is it aired after the breakup oh i'm sorry <laughs> no it was fine because i was just like at least i look good that's what you i did and you did the- you did really well i mean you sounded great <laughs> and <laughs> katie perry made some really backhanded comments to your ex-boyfriend i was pretty shocked when i watched i was like wow she really isn't being very nice to this guy. <laughs> I, I, I simply say to that, she just knew. She knew she could sense the future. Um, you know, I think she just knew something that I didn't at the time. So uh-huh. thank you, Katy Perry. I was, uh, I'm glad it went this way because I was going to ask you about that, wondering if like, you had to like if you're frustrated with her because of the kind of mean thing she said to him. But now it, you're probably looking back like like you just did. You love her. Oh, yeah. They didn't they didn't air some of like the worst stuff they said. Really? They, they said like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, oh, <laughs> there was like some thing. And at the time, I definitely was like, oh, like that was mean. Uh-huh. That was a mean. Um. But then afterwards, I'm like, yes, you should have went harder. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's funny. Well, what do you have you been writing new songs? You got new songs coming out soon or or not soon because you just released the EP. But maybe. yeah, don't be greedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have new songs and I'm working on putting together like another project and getting what I get. Just getting like, you know, it's like the drawing board of like what I'm seeing for that future project but right now i will not share any details so people stream what they already have right yeah it's it. new and it's great and let oh, them soak you. that up for a while right yeah but there's definitely that part where i'm like so impatient i'm like if it was up to me i'd be like okay next one let's go let's everyone let's <laughs> out now but i will let this soak and like simmer for a bit but um just writing new songs and living my life and trying to be the main character of my life. I like it. Do you enjoy living in LA? Yeah, I like the fact that like I feel accepted here. Like I'm not I'm not the weird one here because mm. here we all kind of buy overpriced rocks and we're like no, like we're improving as people. <laughs> I like we just like literally hold rocks and like this is raising my vibe so like I feel very seen here and also like matcha it's so good I love it just absorbing that LA lifestyle like it <laughs> yes very cool well Katie thank you so much for talking with me today thank you so much for having me it's always so fun
Yeah, this has been great. I have one more question for you. Uh, yes. You answered this before, but I wonder if I'll get a different answer, maybe the same, who cares? Uh, if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Um, my advice, I don't know if I said this last time, maybe I did, or I'll just repeat myself. Doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Basically, I have two words and this will make you survive and maybe it can be applied to this life in general, but how you're gonna survive the music industry is patience and kindness. That's all you need. And you have to, because you know, being patient can suck. That's where the kindness comes in because everybody, you even if you're taking longer than others, if you really want it, there's always a space and a spot for everybody. So it's being patient and kind while you wait for your time to come. And kindness too is important because, you know, if you, the light tech or something on a set can end up being like your boss one day and they'll remember that. So just always be patient and always be kind and just know that if you want something and put the work into it, you're going to get it no matter how long it takes. It will happen. Yeah.